Welcome to the Divine Union Podcast, a place that will invite you to connect to life in all the ways, inner union with self, sacred union in relationship, and oneness with the cosmos. An invitation to expand your edges so you can live this life fully with all of your being. I'm your host, Nicola Navone. Hello, beautiful beings, and welcome back to the Divine Union Podcast. And for those of you who might be new here, welcome. Today we have a super deep and vulnerable episode, and I'm so excited to share it with you. Today I want to talk about triggers. Triggers and conflict and the mirrors that we are for each other. And I want to talk about the wound, particularly around not feeling seen. Because this is something that we all feel at times. And I had a particularly triggering situation that really triggered that feeling of not being seen. And so I want to talk about my experience, talk about how I navigated it to provide insight around ways that you can work with your triggers, also in ways that doesn't create a sense of otherness, because the ego, when we have conflict, the ego causes separation. And so it's coming back to remembering the mirrors and all and communicating in a way that is validating of each other's experience and that comes from love versus separation. And to close, I share about my most powerful mirror and lesson that came from that entire experience and that allowed me to deepen even more into my connection to myself and my connection with the universe. So with that, in times of conflicts, the ego often causes separation. So we forget that we're all mirrors. So we all feel rejection at times We all have abandonment wounds. We've all been hurt by others. And we've all done things that are hurtful and careless towards others. And so often when we feel slighted, that ego comes in and causes separation. So what I mean by that is we might blame the other or get mad at the other, or attack the other. You don't care about me. You hurt me. You're a mean person, right? Or you'll never understand. Or that maddening feeling when someone doesn't see us in the light that we see ourselves. The list goes on. And when we're in the zone of blame and separation, We're in this one-track mind where we want to speak our peace. We want to be heard. And it's really hard to, in that space, in that heat of the emotion, it's hard to take a step back and widen that perspective. 
and really ask yourself, okay, before I react, what could be some alternatives to the situation? So if someone, let's say, said something that you felt was hurtful about you in a group to other people while you were there, right? what are some alternatives? And assuming best possible intent to start. So that could be something like, okay, maybe this person thought that they were being funny and playful. Maybe this person learned that kind of behavior from childhood. And so they don't think anything of it. That's just natural. Perhaps that person, maybe they wanted to make you feel bad, right? So maybe that's an alternative. Maybe it was intentional, right? You can still keep that as an alternative. Another alternative could be perhaps they're insecure and their coping mechanism to feel uh, included in a group is to say something at the expense of another, something they're not conscious about. All right, so we just generated four potential other intentions. And it's important to do this to really help ourselves, like reel it in, reel the emotion in for a moment and really assess, okay, is this true? Byron Katie has this really amazing system called The Work where you take your thoughts about a situation, about a person, about their intention, and you really do the work to turn it around to gut check, is this true? Is this really true for me? Do I feel it's true for them? Are there other ways that maybe I am skewing the perspective or I'm causing this to myself? And then after we do that process of generating alternatives, it's really helpful to put ourselves in their shoes. And this is where the mirrors come into play. Because we all are the same. We're all human. We all do things that are hurtful and we all feel hurt. So it's like, okay, when have I said something that was at the expense of another? Maybe not intentionally. Or when have I belittled another? Or when have I said things that were hurtful? Because chances are you've done that as well. And when we put ourselves in others' shoes, that allows us to have compassion for the other and their humanity. Because we can't be perfect all the time. We can't be uh, polite all the time. We're not always conscious all the time. We're not always thoughtful all the time. And so to share vulnerably... I'll give an example from my own life of something that was highly triggering and my process to work through it. And so I was having a deep, insightful conversation with a sister of mine. And uh, I started to share some ideas, ideas about my book. And I'm writing a book for those of you who didn't know that. So, so jazzed. I will share more in due time. But so I shared some ideas that I haven't shared before. 
that are really personal, dear to my heart, and have taken me a lot of time to come up with these thoughts and insights and ideas that will be in my book. A day later, she posted some thoughts from our conversation of what I was sharing on Instagram. And that crushed me. It crushed me because these are thoughts I haven't shared with the world because they're in my book and I want to launch my book. I'm conscious of the timing of everything because when these ideas are shared, I want them to have context and I want them to be fully fleshed out. And so it was really, really hurtful to have that happen. I felt like something was taken from me. And so at first I lashed out. I must admit the humanity kicked in and it kicked in hard. How could you do this to me? You're not thoughtful. That's careless, ridiculous, hurtful. You don't care about me. I'll never share my ideas again. I can't trust anyone in this world. All the things. And it instantly put her on the defense. Because if someone comes at you with heavy energy, you're going to feel the need to defend in some way. And that might manifest pending your childhood and your conditioning as either fight, flight, or freeze. So if someone's coming at you with heavy energy, maybe you fight. Maybe you respond back with heavy energy. Maybe you threaten the relationship. Or maybe you flee. If someone comes at you with heavy energy, boop, you're out of there. Friendship's over. I'm not returning the calls, not saying anything back. Maybe you freeze. Maybe you don't even know what to say, what to do. You can't even respond. You're just in the state of freeze. And that's your response. So it's always going to trigger that sort of response from the other when we come at them in a way that's attacking. And it never works. And so from there, I really needed to reset because I needed some time to process that and work through that with myself. First, what I really needed to do when I was first triggered, which anyone, I recommend that you do this when you're first triggered, is I needed to let myself really feel the emotion because I reacted to her, but I didn't really let myself grieve, feel the sense of grief. Or, ooh, this vulnerable feeling of someone took an idea that I shared and shared it with the world before I got a chance to. And I also, at the time that it happened, didn't let myself feel anger. I wanted to howl. I wanted to hit pillows. And I let myself do it after the fact when I was conscious of how I was reacting from a place of unconsciousness. And so when we have these triggering experiences, it's important to first let ourselves in a safe environment with ourselves feel the emotions that want to be felt. Whether it's the anger, the grief, the rage, the jealousy, the frustration, the feeling of worthlessness, whatever it might be. If you want to yell, if you want to cry, if you want to howl, if you want to feel like a loser, give yourself space to feel and process those emotions. Any emotional response that you have is valid. 
But instead of uh, responding or attacking with it, using that inside, letting self feel, letting the body feel, and letting the body release it. And it might still linger there, right? But when you let yourself feel, it lets them bubble up to the surface and it helps make space in the body. So that's the first step that's important. And so after I reacted and she reacted, I went back, I let myself feel the emotion, and then I started generating alternatives and came from a much more relaxed place. Okay, maybe she's unconscious of it. How many times do we read content, view content, and that influences our mind at a subconscious level? And then we talk about those ideas and themes to follow, right? So that could be another alternative. Another one could be she probably might not have known how sensitive those ideas were to me. And so she was really inspired and wanted to share. Another idea could be, ah, maybe she shared ideas with others and others have just shared it so she doesn't think anything of it. But the process of generating alternatives was really powerful to... Take it out of assuming malicious intent and back to an objective space of like, okay, what are some possible options that uh, might have influenced that behavior? And I want to name that there might be instances, right, in which someone may have malicious intent, right? The nature of humanity, there are dark sides. And so that will come in the conversation and you feeling into the energy and you feeling into how you're receiving the energy and what feels true. But to start assuming non-malicious intent and staying open and curious is the most effective way to go. And then after that, I did the work to see the mirrors. Okay. When have there been times in which I've been really inspired by an idea. And then I want to share about it. And sure, I add my own spin, but I want to share about it. That's happened. That happens. That's how the human mind works. And so it allowed me to have more compassion for her and for the situation and come from a more neutral place, right? Because others can't read our minds. Others don't always know the extent of the pain or the grief or the anger or sadness that we feel when they hurt us intentionally or non-intentionally. And so then it's like sharing from this neutral place, right? Uh, And that can look something like, hey, I want you to be aware that It was really hard for me to open my heart and to share these ideas. And when you shared it, it crushed me because it made me feel like, ooh, you shared something that I haven't shared yet with the world. And that's sensitive to me. These are ideas that are close to my heart. And it made me feel insecure and nervous about taking my time to share And then it's going into what did I make this mean, right? Because we always assign meaning to a situation. When you did that, I made it mean that you don't care about me, that you don't care about my feelings. Because I thought I made it clear that these were sensitive ideas. And when you shared it, it made me feel like that didn't matter to you. I didn't matter to you. And when I came from that place, 
she instantly was like, oh man, I am so sorry. Because she understood the mirror. It's both ways. It takes the person off the defense and it allows them to see the humanity in us and allows them to put ourselves in our shoes because we're speaking from our heart and everyone is a mirror. We all experience either end of a spectrum in any situation most of the time. And it's like, okay, she was like, I am so sorry. And yeah, maybe at a subconscious level that impacted me. And it was totally unintentional. And it was such a powerful healing conversation. Because at the end of the day, we all want to be validated and we all want to feel seen for our experiences and our trigger. And when someone responds to us on the defense and they don't validate us, it creates this feeling of not feeling seen, which is such a terrible feeling because it invalidates the emotions that we're feeling. Which if you're feeling an emotion, if you're feeling a trigger, that is always valid. Of course, like I said, you don't want to blame the other or attack the other. Right, You have to work through it and process it and share in a way that's open and vulnerable, but it's always valid. If you feel something, don't turn away from it because it's very real for you. And even if the other doesn't understand, maybe they don't feel in the same way you feel, it doesn't matter. And so it's really important, this process. The reason I wanted to talk about this is to give you tools for how to communicate from a place of centeredness, centered awareness, and assuming best possible intention, and from a place of vulnerability and openness and voicing from love. And when you do that, when you take the time, so during a trigger, take the time to let yourself first feel the emotion in private. Let yourself feel it, let yourself express it, let yourself process it. From there, generating alternatives. What could be other alternatives from this? And this is when you can do the work from Byron Katie. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes. From there, then trying to put yourself in their shoes. Have I done this to another? And then four is communicating, communicating in a way that is First, assuming best intention, right? I'm sure this wasn't your intention. And then sharing your experience. This is how it landed for me. And I will encourage, if you are on the receiving end of this, to really try to be open and listen and be curious. And remember, people just want to be heard. They want to be listened to and they want to be validated. And often that's really all they need. Sometimes you don't even have to change a situation or maybe you can't even go back in time. But even just the act of listening and validating and giving them space to be heard and understanding their human experience and reading between the lines. Okay, this person is hurting right now. They're in pain. They're frustrated. And tuning into when you felt that way. And of course, if someone responds in a way that's invalidating and disrespectful or mocking, you will learn a lot about that person from how they respond to you. 
right? And that will give you insight whether you want to continue relating with that person in that capacity or maybe not at all. But it's doing the work on your end to communicate from a place that's centered and that's expansive, taking other perspectives into account, and that's vulnerable and speaking from the heart. And when you do that, that is taking accountability for how you're showing up. Because people want to feel vulnerability. People want to feel your heart. They don't want to feel your attacking words. And they also want to feel connection, connection in our humanity. And when you share from your heart, that also allows the other person to tune into their heart. And that's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing when you can both really feel from that place of love and understanding and open perspectives. And then the last thing that's super important is this continued reflection throughout the process and even after. And that brings me to my biggest lesson, the biggest mirror in this whole process of trigger. And first, I want to note that in reflection, given the way I responded with that feeling of, you shared my ideas before I got a chance to, which was very real. And I'm sure many of us have experienced this before. So I want to validate that you're allowed to feel hurt. You're allowed to feel angry. You're allowed to feel sad. And understanding the nature of communication. Ideas are created from other ideas. Ideas influence ideas. And that's just how knowledge is shared. So my reaction was coming from a place of fear and was coming from a place of lack. And so that mirror was inviting me to deepen into trust. Trust of my path. Trust of the universe. Trust that all will unfold as it's meant to. And to open my heart to love. Because there's more than enough to go around in this world. And with that, we all have a unique transmission. We all have a unique way of being in the world, a unique signature through which we express, through which we connect to the world, a unique way through which we share ourselves. And no one can take that away from you. And the universe needs every single one of us to show up authentically and to live fully and to bring whatever medicine we have to this planet because every one of us plays a role in the divine dance of life. It's been such a pleasure to have you all tuning in as we navigate this beautiful journey of life. If you like this episode, and you think that others could benefit from these kinds of conversations. Share it with a friend and leave us a review so that we can gain more traction and increase the consciousness and the vibration of the planet.
And for those of you that leave me a review, you will be receiving my free starter kit to being your most connected, alive, and magnetic selves. All you have to do is take a screenshot of your review on Apple Podcasts and send it to info at NicolaNavone.com. I'll be sure to put that in the show notes as well. And until next week, may all your unions be divine.